0: All right you demented moles, it's time to dust off your starter jackets, rip off those tearaways and blow into your game cartridges. I'm Sam Blanford,
1: Going in like a truck. I'm Simon Blanford. With the kick.
2: And I'm Sean Kelly. Hi. Maybe a bit too far. <laughs> and we wish it was the 90s. Well, it's been a long time between drinks, but here we are for our second episode on John Alamo Rugby, the tournament preview. Um, but before you get too excited... About squashing, squashing, squashing. <laughs> Leave that in. Smashing, square and circle really fast. Oh. Unless, you're a, unless you're a purist or something. Oh, I lost a couple of listeners just then, sorry boys. I uh, just wanted to acknowledge our sponsors for the event up the top Accountants Plus and Panhead. My suggestion to you is you sign up with Accountants Plus. So instead of doing your accounts, you can enjoy a Panhead nice nice uh so um yeah we've uh we've arranged a tournament looking like a 20 team four pools of five competition and uh, i guess we wanted to do a little bit of a preview um discuss a bit of the uh some of the what's been going on and um Oh, I guess before we uh, get stuck in, we should send an apologies for Pat who couldn't make it because he is literally building something for this tournament.
0: <laughs> I thought he was plugging, plugging in 58 different chords down
1: at the cricket club.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I, I hope one of the competitors is a Sparky. He's
1: yeah, mm. um, doing God's work down there and we, we appreciate it.
2: Mm. Um. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to touch on the rules. Uh, we won't go through all of them. Um, talk a little bit about the format. Um, maybe a little bit on our, who we suspect might be favourites or and maybe even some predictions. And um, I'm going to renew the best team debate uh, because I've uh, come into some information.
1: Mm. Hearing that, looking forward to hearing that analysis. Mm.
2: Um, but before we get stuck in, uh, how's everyone feeling about it?
0: I'm desperately hoping that we get 20 players so I don't have to play.
2: Yeah. Well, we are we're sitting at 17. We've got about three or four maybes, um, and we won't go over 20. And we'd like Simon to compete on behalf of the podcast, wouldn't we?
0: I thought it was going to be you, Sean. News to me.
2: I'm the tournament director. <laughs> Cut my. T-
1: I'll, I'll be the first reserve. How about mm. that? Mm. We don't want. Um, we don't want to take away the joy of competing for any of any of our loyal listeners.
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. Look, uh,
1: unless unless um, we want
0: a wish it was the '90s member to get a paddling, um, we don't want me competing.
2: I mean, it would be. It would be pretty sweet for the fans um, and I do worry about uh, my concern is I may or may not have been a little bit vocal on the uh, on the socials and I'm worried that if I play I'll instantly be tournament villain
0: you are definitely the tournament heel regardless of whether you play or not
2: yeah I'm worse than Susie
1: I feel like there'll be quite a few tournament heels as the night goes on to to be honest with you I think it'll be
2: mm-hmm.
1: separate them all but yeah. there will one will emerge victorious as the tournament heel. Mm.
0: I feel like um, your discussion about your comments on social media, Sean, mm. uh, lead quite well into the rules debate because there's mm. been a little bit of conversation around the rules.
2: All right. How dare you throw me in the deep end? That was our Wish It Once the 90s bot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that was Pat. Is he here? Now fuck him. Good
2: point. Good point. Uh, I've actually got the rules right in front of me, so I think just quickly uh, before we get into everyone um, blowing up in the in the slacks about some of those more controversial ones. Mm. Um, so the pre-game rock paper scissors. I think what what we all sort of agreed on was here was, and for some people this is quite a big deal. So um, winning, you get to pick first. Obviously we've ruled out New Zealand um but then losing the toss isn't the worst thing because you get to choose whether you're going to be player one or player two and for someone who's been at home training on their own player one's going to be quite important to them because of the color coordination
0: ah well but also isn't there a better way to go if you're on east terrace in regards to your kicking or is it just a better side to score
1: on as is- makes it a harder kick Kick, kick longer from left to right on east terrace really yeah and also longer if you're going from south to north on the better view Mm. but it doesn't really matter right because half time you switched up anyway Mm. um
2: and so i guess the other key thing that we've put in in the pre-match rules is that the players can actually agree to change any of the rules except for the non-negotiable rules. So that means if for some reason you want to play a different view or you don't want square circle rucks or you do want bunting and both players agree to it, then you can do it.
0: I thought bunting was a non-negotiable.
2: No, you can negotiate bunting in. Who's going to do that? I'd love to see someone aggressively debate having bunting in the game.
1: Uh, um, woof. I might have to put my foot down on that one, eh? That's, yeah. That's, uh, bunting is... I
2: thought, I thought it was a non-negotiable. Nah, it's just in bold, though, because it's like, you know... It's like man-cads.
1: There's no place in that for that in our game, and I, I won't stand for that sort of thing.
2: Um, and so there's only a few uh, non-negotiables. Some of them aren't really that... Uh, important, but all of the pools have a designated stadium you've got to play at and you've got to select random weather you've got to select the correct time for the game which probably looking like five minutes for pool play, maybe seven minutes for the playoffs mm-hmm. um, nobody can beat New Zealand and any of the rules that are covered in the official journal of rugby manual are allowed and can't be ruled out including the seven meter sidestep
0: great Mm. there's no running in line outs no quick throws behind the goal and no kicking back of penalties
2: Mm. Mm. the real glitches
1: the tab is paying a dollar 45 for a drunken action cam game at some point
2: (laughs) (laughs) is it a compulsory wooden spoon match action cam (laughs)
1: I uh, just sense at some point someone's going to have a few too many and uh, suggest action cam and everyone's going to think it's a great idea and as usual after two minutes, everyone's regretting it.
2: I mean, we are, we are really um, courting, I don't know, controversy or potential blow ups or I guess we're encouraging dangerous behavior by having Panhead as a sponsor. If there's a few superchargers going down, there could be a few brawls.
1: Oh, it's, and I love supercharger. One of the great drops, but um, dangerous. So I'll try not to be having too many of those. Mm.
2: Yeah, and so I guess the negotiables we've we've already decided. Maybe bunting will move out of that section. I'm okay with that. Um, I guess it could probably put it be put into the glitches section. To be honest. Yep. Yep. Um, so offloads are allowed. Lifting in the lineouts are allowed, and Surely. controversially, square circle rucks are allowed.
0: Very controversial. That's that's the only point of um, contention I have written down on my notes, is um, square circle rucks.
2: Someone in the slacks wasn't happy about the lifting in the lineouts either. What?
1: Without lifting in the lineouts, I've got nothing, eh? My lineout is undefeated.
2: If I'm not lifting in the line-outs, I'm throwing short to the prop every time. Oh, <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, no, look, I don't love the square circles just from a... Um, the controllers might be in a horrendous condition by the end of the night because they already are in horrendous condition. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, I know Hayden O'Toole was,
1: um, was very disappointed. Hmm. One one thing to just to take note just for our organisation here, could be worth just going around and getting a general consensus on which controllers are in the best nick, and then to use those for the championship bracket. You know, to use the best controllers for those big games. Just just something worth worth thinking about.
2: I think the other thing that, and I, I know I've voiced this a lot in the chat, with my paranoia about technology letting us down. Sometimes you don't know your controller's not working until, you, uh, until you're until you you know deep into a game. You just think your fins weren't working. And all of a sudden,
1: I've
2: been trying to catch up with the sponsor of the podcast, Jace Toy, who's um, not competing, but coming down and promised me he'd lend me his controllers so I could train in case I had to play, but has hasn't happened yet. And yeah, I'm... Uh, if I was to play, I'd be pretty nervous.
0: Uh, I had a, I had a few questions around the. Um, well, I didn't have a few questions. There was someone who was competing who had a few questions around the format uh, and how that's going to look in regards to what happens if they do get through, and what happens when they don't get through.
2: Uh, in the oh, the format. Yeah. Yeah. So I I've been thinking about this. I had a pretty good chat with. Um, guest of the podcast Marty T about the format, and as it stands currently, we proposed a major section, a minor section, or a plate section, as you were. And obviously, the horse's ass wooden spoon. Mm. I'm in, I'm wondering if perhaps if you don't make the quarterfinals of the major section, you may have lost a little bit of interest.
1: Yeah, I think you just um, have to work. Last place. That's all you don't like. If you got, if you got last in your pool, that you might have to continue, and that's about it. If you got third and you're out, like you know, you can just get out. I think
2: there will be opportunities to continue playing friendlies if you want.
0: Sure, sure, yep. As everyone will be taking up,
2: um, and that'll take a lot of pressure off us in terms of time. Yeah, and um, and yeah, you know, if someone has had enough you don't want to force them to play.
1: Unless, unless they got last in their pool. Obviously. Because they need, they need to, you know, face the music.
2: Mm. So I guess we'll talk about that quickly. So we're going top two from each pool into quarterfinals. Mm. Um, and the top team from each pool will get to play their quarterfinal at their home ground. Oh,
1: what an advantage.
2: Mm. And, then, and then, so they'll be around there. Then uh, we'll have the... First round of the Wooden Spoon, which is obviously straight semis, loser stays on. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have the semis. Then we'll have the Wooden Spoon, horse's ass. And then the grand finale, finale which we've outlined all PlayStations must be turned off for the final. Big crowd atmosphere. It's going to be huge.
0: Um. So you speak of the horse's ass.
2: Mm.
1: Um, have you got some people lined up for that? Yeah, who do you think is going to be? I've, I've, got, I've got some names, but I'm not, not entirely sure. Bob, and you have your group, who are the weakest players?
2: Well, it's hard to say. There's a, In my group of friends, there's, there's a, a lot of reservation around, you know, being out of the game for 15, 20 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you still got it, sure, sure. Mm.
2: Um, and I think the really interesting thing that probably harks back to the square circle controversy is are your fingers as fast as they were when you were 10 years old
1: what's insecurity we've all got I've got a bad case of arthritis to be quite honest with you
2: yeah so if Stratis decides to play he's my definitely my number one contender for the spoon I guess I, I've
0: got I've got three names down for horses' ass here.
2: Mm. One of them is
0: These are my predi- This is not my final prediction, but one of them is Stradys.
2: Mm. I just want to touch on why. I want to touch on why I pick Okay. When we were on an indoor cricket trip as colts, um, having a few laughs. Uh, famous famous cricketers such as Ronald Crichton Jr., Ash Ash Russell and the likes. We were just sitting in a room uh, quoting Lomus, as you do, especially when you're younger. And um, Stratis piped in with a, uh, oh, he's knocked it on. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find Stratis, there's no knock-ons in Lomus.
1: (laughs) Never a good sign.
0: That's a straight horse's ass. Um, My other two were George Bevan, Mm -hmm. who's Mm -hmm. very concerned about his... um, uh, Lomu's quality, and just a wild card, Cam Fento Cam Fenton. Absolutely no idea what he's like, but he's from Palmerston North. He talks a big
1: game. Lower um, quality of, um, talent in Palmerston North. That's what I hear.
2: Yeah, I've heard just, that. I have heard that about the Palmerston North. In fact, the entire two system.
1: <laughs> a lot of pressure on Fento actually to mm. represent with I, will, a I will
2: say this about Fento though. He's the kind of guy that would probably still have it. Mm. Um, so um, he could be training.
0: I feel like he's got a good kicking game. They love a Gary oh, Owen. Um, yeah. yeah I
2: didn't, speaking of Gary Owens, I didn't put it in, but um, there have been some comments about, um, maybe just privately about the forward Gary Owen not being allowed. Thought well, that was absurd.
1: Oh, if you allowed the back Gary Owen, you allowed the forward one. Mm. Um, I'm anti-Gary's in general But, you know, that's, that, that's part of the game And that's what it is, what it is What about favourites, Bob? Um, we talked about a few of those um, Possible last place now, mm. Hang on, hang on Surely Telfer's a horse's ass. Nah, Mark revealed to me that he spent Most of year 12 and 13 Playing Lomus just during school hours mm, I'll
2: just have a quick look at the, um, the list
0: uh, my my favourites. Sorry, just uh, while you're looking at the list, mm. um, I've witnessed Cam Parlick mm. play, and and is a solid unit. Um, not much gets him um, gets him rattled, mm. um, and not actually on the seventeen is Matt Rarity, who's a maybe, um, mm. and Matt Rarity. Um, I've heard. Is quite a good Lomus player. Um, Mm. So uh, hopefully he heeds my call and um, comes and joins
1: us. But uh... from the same contingent, I'm hearing a lot of Todd McSweeney buzz. Um, So
2: so I was keen to chime in on Todd there, but what have you heard?
1: uh, Tom Robertson, player Robinson. Robinson, sorry, Tom Robinson. Mm brought up with Tom Roberts on Saturday night, but Tom Robbins and uh, football on Saturday. Tony Stonecutters just was just extolling Todd's virtues as a Lomus player, and I can't really comment on that, obviously not having played against him. But
2: did you I'm ask sure... Robbie Man if he's coming?
1: No, nah, he was no good. He said he said he was not any good at Lomus, so he's, he's going got... to come have some beers. Yeah, oh, yeah. a few beers. But, yeah, can we congratulations, Robbie. Absolutely. Well done, Sean.
2: Yeah. So on Toddy, I think I mentioned this in the first one, he was always a slow starter. Um, took, a, took a little while to find his rhythm. And by end of tournament, he was always really good. He said to me after listening to the first episode, please don't talk me up ever again. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, I do wonder... You know, if he's a slow starter when he's a semi-regular player, how long is it going to take to find his groove?
1: Does he have the luxury of starting slow in a high-stakes tournament like this is the question.
2: You've got a, you've, I think from his perspective, it'll come down to the draw. You know, mm. if he pulls the strategies early, good way to find the rhythm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the draw is actually going to be really important, um, I think, there could be like five mint players in one pool just because we're pulling them out.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and we can't, like someone said, are you going to seed? And you can't seed because we can't compare.
1: No, you can't seed. You can seed for a tournament in two years' time or something based on this year's, but no, you certainly can't seed.
2: Mm. So a couple of people I'd like to mention in the favourites category. Mm. Rian's a dark horse. We know he's been playing, um, but, you know, Grew up in the Republic, so we don't know what the standard is over there. Probably lots mm. of kicking. Very low. <laughs> yeah. mm. Won't have the same distance on his kicks over here, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, an avid, an avid fan. Um, Jerry Wilson. Mm. Certainly, still a gamer. You know, still a PlayStation gamer.
1: Something to be said for that. mm. Not in life in general, but, you know, just on it.
2: Just. <laughs> he, he, he himself, Scott Jones, another competitor, and someone who would be competing if he was in the country, Tony Long, um, have a um, high series test, uh, I don't know, what's the what's the main PlayStation cricket game?
0: Game Wars
2: 99. That's it, it, slightly newer.
0: Definitely. i cricket 96.
2: That's not how time works. <laughs> cricket Captain ninety two. What is it? Ashes? Is there an Ashes one or uh, no idea. But, but they they engage in that regularly. Like long distance online cricket, you know, like these guys these guys I mean, obviously it's a completely different game. And we've seen many times how being good at cricket won't translate to rugby. But just yeah, just that that lifelong gamership. Um, And I wanted to throw one more out there.
0: What about Woody?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly showing a lot of enthusiasm. I I, I hear
0: he's been doing finger
1: exercises. Mm. We know he's been doing finger exercises. We've seen Mm. it. Mm.
2: Yeah. Obviously he's well and truly aware of the square circle situation.
1: Have you got one more name before we go into these interesting statistics that I'm fascinated to hear about?
2: I don't want to name him because Mm. he's not in the list yet and I'm working on it and he's slightly high profile, so I don't want to throw him in it. Mm. Um, But... We'll chuck it on the
1: sofa if we we get this person nailed down. eh? Uh,
2: Tell a little tale. I was uh, at the back end of a great Ōtaki wedding, mm. and this quite famous person was delivering what I would consider to be quite a motivational speech to a group of drunk patrons, including myself. <laughs> and it was around how it doesn't matter who you are, you can always enter a room and know that you're the best at something in that room. You're the best. And he went around the circle. What are you good at? What are you good at? And he came to me and he said, what are you good at? And I'm absolutely panicking. John rugby, And he just like, just complete change of tone. Nah, I'd smash you, bro. <laughs> 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 so um, maybe I'll send him this episode to, uh, to, 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 to get him geared up for it because I hope he plays. We're running so, out of spots.
1: So what about these stats? You, you, have, you, have you got empirical evidence about team data?
2: Yeah,
0: this isn't E.T.'s rugby league where you can
1: change the sliders. Yeah, what's what is this?
2: All right, let me just quickly log into my. Uh, wish it was the nineties Instagram account.
1: Yeah, there was a comment on the Instagram account from somebody. Yeah, so
2: so so we posted, and I and I actually like to do a little plug here for the Facebook page, uh, J L Rugby NZ. Uh, so, had a bit of a. Bit of a chat with Chris, who runs that page. And what he does is you can go to his page and then go to his Patreon. And he does mods of Jonah Alumba Rugby. Wow. And
1: um, the people at home is a modification.
2: Mm, so what he's Thank done is, because it's for PC, he's got the DOS version, but he's built in support. So it plays the same way as the PlayStation 1. Wow. Um, and what he's also done is he's put in modern teams, modern competitions. So you can play uh, Super Rugby Pacific or you can play the NPC. You can play um, whatever that competition they play in the UK is for Fat Unco Forwards. Heineken Cup cut something.
0: <laughs> can I play as Marty Holler?
2: You can because... A, he might be in it from a classic match point of view, but also you can, if you want to, um, up your Patreon donation. He will make a player for you. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he what he said? He listened to the pod, um, and and he said, I, I recall there was a debate over which teams were better. Hopefully this settles it. Oh, ho, 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 ho. And so what he's done is he's used the in-game statistics for each player and given each team a rating out of 100.
1: How have you not led with this? This would be the lead thing. (laughs) This is outrageous.
2: Mm. Um, A few surprises in there before we get to the top. On bottom, 41.97. Malaysia. Oh, I was going to say Thailand. No, surprisingly nah. much higher. Second to last, the Ivorian Coasters. Oh, Brito. And third to last, Canada.
1: That is a shock.
2: Yeah. Below such pr- uh, proud rugby nations as Sri Lanka, Hong Kong, <laughs> Singapore, Portugal, the Netherlands, Spain, Romania, Thailand. Like Thailand's about- like, I don't know, at least. 12, 13, 14 from bottom. They're just underneath Tonga.
0: Do you say Romania? Hmm. Did you forget they were in there? I didn't, I didn't know. I, I didn't hear you say them. And I
2: thought, are they higher? Mm. What are you, what's your favourite? The Romanians, the Romanians mm. are higher than the States. <laughs> um, and just before I get into the top, top area, some interesting things. I thought, so the best team outside of your nations is the rage all-stars with a 99.07 rating and you've got to say that 0.93 is probably just when mather loses steam
1: mm. yeah.
2: um second is team Lomu 95.54 um and then it gets into some of the countries so i'll come back to it about I don't know, seven or eight down. You've got the Barbarians in the World 15 pretty close to each other. They, I they
1: I remember those teams at all existing.
2: They're in the uh, Territories Cup you unlock after you beat all of them with the British Lions.
1: We definitely
0: talked about this on the last podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: And the, Br- the, the British Lions are appropriately quite low because they're just junk and unco as well. Rodberd. But so, you've got Rage All-Stars and Team Lomu 1 and 2, and then like 15 or 20 down, you've got the Codemasters. It's a terrible unit. Mm. So, a couple of things. Surprised how close the top, I don't know, four teams are? Are we, are we surprised, though? We'll see. Them. I'm, su- I'm surprised the top nation isn't quite far ahead.
0: Oh, I see what you mean.
2: So New Zealand's 89.13. Mm-hmm. So who do you guys reckon, reckon is the second best team, statistically speaking?
1: Well, I think it will be a team that's actually not the second best team in my eyes. I, I would guess the second best team statistically is Australia. I reckon statistically... I'm going on Pat's theory. To statistically,
0: South Africa, because it would be based off... 95. We thought it might be based off the 95
2: World Cup. Mm. Yeah. Simon's right. 87.34 mm. Australia. Woof. And then England, 85.22. Yep, not surprised. Then South Africa, 84.99. And then, then France. France. France 82.88. I do wonder, and I will ask um I'll ask ask my mate Chris mm. about this. Do these stats factor in things like turbo? Because England's not your team for a 15 minute game.
1: We have to get Chris on, mm. ask these questions, how these, these um, equations were thought of. But that doesn't, I know we don't want to speak for much longer, but the Australia thing, I think everyone agrees they're a good side. But the problem, as we discussed in the last spot, is mistaking Burke for Smith. Like, you know, that, mm. that doesn't take into consideration that, right?
2: Yeah. Whereas with England, you can be reasonably confident you've got Underwood
1: oh 100% confident. And if you don't,
0: slight homes mint.
2: Mm. And I guess with South, with South Africa and, and the way they picked their teams back then, it was not hard to identify Chester.
1: Williams. Just had another competitor say he's in, just, just popped up on my phone, so it's very exciting. 18. Spots
0: are running out. 18.
2: 18. 18. Here we go.
0: Oh, that's, that's great. Um, I, I would personally... Um, if Chris has it, and if we can get him on, the last thing I'd like to know is um, I'd just like to know, like, individual character, like a- oh. attributes. So, like, who are the fastest guys in the game? Just, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. this page about it. Is yeah. there a
0: fending attribute, or is it, like, a strength attribute? Like, what is the – it really, really opened up a lot of
1: questions for me. Got to get Chris mm. on the pod.
2: Listen to some of these classic matches he's running. The 2017 Premiership Final, the 2014 Super Rugby Final, the 1985 Ranfurly Shield, 2020 North vs. South.
0: No, it needs the uh, infamous Wellington Canterbury Ranfurly Shield um, where Ben Blair, ben Blair scores uh, after they received 39 penalties in the second half.
2: I'd prefer the 2000 NPC final where Dion Waller got yellow carded and stopping tries to win Wellington the trophy.
1: <laughs> it probably should have been a penalty try, but we'll take it. Um, oh, <laughs> it.
2: I'd also like, uh, love. I think it's 97. There's a, there's a semi-final where um, counties are playing Waikato and... At half time, the announcer at the ground at Waikato Stadium starts advertising the grand final because they were top qualifier. Well, they were the top qualifier of the two oh. for the following week. And an Errol Brain-led Counties comeback in the second half, took Counties you, to the final.
1: Your Jim Coe. Your Jim Coe <laughs> is probably... <laughs> no, what, what a team. Um, Bob, do you want to... Just Do we d- need to give any more details about it, about the actual tournament itself? I think it's all pretty much well over our socials and stuff, There,
2: eh? Yeah, June 30th at the Petone Riverside Cricket Club. Doors open at 6 for a one-and-a-half-hour warm-up period. Players to get their fingers going. And then at 7.30 we'll get into the opening ceremony with a 8pm 8 p- 8 kickoff and a 10pm final.
1: Please let us know you're coming. You know what? We're not going to kick anybody out if you don't, but just out of courtesy, let us know you're coming so we can uh, we can cater for you. We're, you know, getting some food and drinks and stuff. So just let us know on the Facebook page, and yeah, then we can we can cater appropriately.
0: All right, final final predictions, um, Simon. I need a winner and a
1: horse's ass from you. Just because um, it's pissed him off. As Sean said, I'll go Todd as the winner. Um, just because he's requested not for us to talk him up. He's, he's our, our favourite for me. Horse's ass, Really tricky. Really tricky. But I think after finding out that Stratis didn't know that knock-ons were not a thing in Longwoods, that's hard to go past. So that's my horse's arse. Love you, Stratis, but that, that's my horse's ass.
2: Yeah, Strati's only a maybe at this stage, so we might have talked him out of it.
0: At <laughs> least not send him this pod.
2: Uh, I'm going to go with Bullock, um, my Manly Seagulls jersey brother,
1: Absolutely. And,
2: uh, as my winner. Um, and I'm going I'm to go my horse's ass, George Bevan, because I'd really like to see it.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah Todd McSweeney's written down here for me as a favourite for me, predict, predicted winner and my horse's ass hasn't been mentioned yet Huddy Sports, Brad Hudson Oh hey, yeah Brad, it's, it's a wild card never seen Brad play that's why, never seen him play um, he obviously is such a big rugby man and does such great stuff in the, um, the realm of Wellington rugby um, but when I talked to him, I didn't get, gather how good he was. I didn't. I didn't. He seemed a bit iffy about actually playing the game, but he's mm-hmm. keen as mustard, um, which which all lines up great for a horse's ass.
2: Brad and I were quite good friends at primary school, and I don't remember ever playing against them. Um, and certainly, we also had our. We did ten of my twelve schooling years together. Um those ten being the Catholic years. And um he didn't uh he didn't manage to make his way into the uh the Super Six, as we called it at the time.
0: Um neither did Pat. Mm. <laughs> Poor old Pat.
2: Yeah. I might close I'm I'm keen to sign off with a couple of disclaimers. This isn't a two thousand and one Jonah Lomu's uh playstation tournament so unfortunately there will be no nude letterboxing um undecided on the on the, on the porn um <laughs>
1: <laughs> and have to wear clothes to
2: yeah yeah i've
0: yeah. <laughs> heard rumors that the trophy is literally the gala cup from friends
2: i've heard that rumor too um yeah is there anything else we need to cover off? Uh, not just that, the, uh, the, the paddling, the wooden spoon, is a tradition that we're carrying over from the Pinehaven Cricket National Champs, which was competed for every Easter for 10 years at Pinehaven School.
1: And from the Stonecutters episode, of course.
2: Obviously. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I've never been so excited in my life. I've stopped going out. Stopped doing things. Just to make sure that I am absolutely primed for this.
1: Duty for June. Be there. i wait for it.
0: Arbizu.